traders were able to exert considerable influence when they were on the spot. Cecil Rhodes owned all the diamond mines in South Africa. He founded the British South Africa Company in 1889. William McKinnon, for example, worked in the trading bays in Bengal. In 1856, he founded the Calcutta and Burma Steam Navigation Company. He also founded the British East Africa Company, which initially was supported by the British government but later went bankrupt. McKinnon was motivated by financial and missionary ideals. He founded the Free Church of Scotland East African Scottish Mission in Kenya, 1891. George Goldie traded palm oil in the Niger. In 1879, he persuaded all British trading firms to join to form the United African Company. This controlled 30 trading posts. Goldie applied for a royal charter in 1881, however, this faced considerable opposition. It was eventually granted in 1886. Colonial administrators had the ability to wield considerable influence in the British Empire. Evelyn Baring's first posting was in India. He was a private secretary to the Viceroy. He was recognized by his peers as being highly competent, albeit arrogant. This resulted in his nickname, Overbearing. Baring's second posting was as the Consul General in Egypt, 1882-1907. Baring approved the Dufferin Report, 1883, which established a puppet parliament. Bartle Frere initially worked in the Indian Civil Service. He was appointed as High Commissioner of Cape Colony in 1877. Frere was an imperialist, and was arrogant. In 1878, Frere attempted to increase British control in South Africa. This backfired and provoked a war with the Zulus. This recklessness forced Gladstone to remove Frere from power. Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies!